Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is Athletes Mindset Academy. I'm Coach Allie. I'm here with Coach Amy. And we are going to talk a little bit more about thought ladders today. We ended last week's podcast on thought ladders. If you did not get a chance to listen, you should go back and listen. We had uh, Coach Claudia on with us, and she talked a little bit about bringing fun into the gym and how to have great balance there. And she also has created a gymnastics board game. So it's really interesting, really cool to hear about how that started and what that's all about. But then we ended on thought ladders and thought ladders is one of the coolest parts, I think, of what we do and a really important part of how to help you believe something new. So I'm going to touch on that. And then coach Amy's going to give you a little bit more about the power of words because words are so powerful. And um, I hope you're excited because I am. All right. So <laughs> Thought letters. The idea of the thought letter was that we typically can't go from I don't got this to I've got this in a snap of a finger. Like an athlete is sitting there and they're thinking, they're trying to think, I've got this, I got this, or the high beam's the same as the low beam. And um, when their brain doesn't actually believe that, that thought swap, we've heard a lot about thought swapping, right? Like just take this thought and swap to a new thought. But when our brain isn't fully on board and believing that new thought, it actually can backfire a little. It's kind of like, um, well, actually this high beam is not the same as this low beam because it's four feet higher. I can actually split this beam. And if I miss, it's going to hurt way more, <laughs> or they're going to be like, I've actually don't got this. Cause I'm not actually sure I've never done it before. So I'm not really sure if I've actually got it. So I don't know why you're trying to tell me that I do right. You kind of, and you don't mean to, it's not like they're purposefully doing that, but that's why they're like, I'm trying to think positive. I'm trying so hard and I just can't. And so the, these steps can be those little stepping stones of your brain can kind of get on board and you can stay in practice at a step on this ladder or a rung on the ladder and build your way up to get to the belief. So I just want to go through and give a little refresher on each stepping stone, a little bit of what maybe you could add. So I'm going to just start with the, I've got this. Okay. Cause that's a pretty, um, simple one that a lot of people like to try and use, but to start, you really would just want to get your brain to remember that it's just a thought. So I'm thinking this for now, or I'm open to changing my belief about, or I notice that I'm thinking that I might not got this. And I'm saying that in bad grammar because we like to say <laughs> I got this. I know that it's bad grammar, I promise. <laughs> but it's just an easy way to reflect of I do and I don't. Okay. And so just, I noticed that I'm thinking that I might not have this. Right. And that is going to be the first step to just get yourself to realize that like, this is just a thought that I'm having, and this is just temporary and that you might be open to making a change. Okay. Number two is getting to the point of like, it is possible that I can believe that I've got this someday. I will believe that I've got this. It would be so cool to believe that I've got this. I'm not quite there yet, but it would be really cool if I did. And that's like one of those next steps of like, you don't actually believe, but you're thinking that like, it's possible that in the future, someday, some other person can do it. So like, maybe you can. 
And that feels so much better, right? Than starting to try and believe I've got this and then being like coming up with all the reasons why you can't, right? You're like, oh, well, that's, it's, it just creates this emotion of like hopefulness or possibility that's going to help give them at least more energy towards their goal. Some people are afraid of the baby steps because they're like, it's not, I'm not super excited to do it. And we're like, well, you're probably not going to be right away and that's okay, but you're still going to have energy towards your goal from this feeling of hopefulness or possibility. Okay. Amy, do you have anything to add or should I keep going? Oh no, you're doing great. Keep going. (laughs) Okay. I know this is kind of a quick refresher, but I really want to get to power of words, but I want to make sure that you're still in this understanding of how to get there. So we did step one, noticing what you're thinking. Step two, it's possible for you to think something new. Step three is now like I'm in the process of learning to believe that I have got this. I am learning how to believe I'm considering believing that I've got this and it's, it's now taking it from like, it's possible someday to like, I'm in the process of, so you went from open to thinking about it, to it being a possibility someday to you're learning how to, and you're in the process of doing. And so this is where you really are starting to believe that you're like, you're kind of getting it. Like you're grasping onto this idea of I've got this and you're starting to get there. And then the last step before getting to the whole belief is like just truly committing yourself to it. Like it feels so good when I choose to believe that I've got this. I'm committed to thinking that I've got this. I'm choosing this belief. And I believe more often than not that I've got this. And when you get to number four, remember that doesn't mean that you're going to believe this every single time, right? You're going to move up and down on this ladder a little bit. That's why it's so important to have. But the more that you are able to, um, continually generate these emotions that are going to give you a little bit more energy towards your goal. The more and more you're practicing that belief that you're trying to get to, and the more your brain gets comfortable with it and is like, okay, because the whole reason you have the other belief is because you thought you've practiced that thought over and over and over again, right? A belief is a thought you practice over and over and over again. So these are great stepping stones to get you to continue to practice it, to get you to continue to generate emotions that are going to help you move forward towards your goal and eventually move you up to number five. And number five is the whole belief in case you are wondering, just believing you've got this. And if you have a day where your brain is like, I don't know if I believe that you have options of where to go of like, okay, if I don't quite believe today that I've got this, I can go back to, I believe more often than not, right? Like still that's true. More often than not, I believe I've got this. This is kind of a day that maybe I'm a little rough. So I'm going to go back to this belief and that's okay. And this is just going to help your athlete build to that thought swap and get them there in a step-by-step process. So I highly encourage trying to come up with one through five steps and posting it somewhere. I kind of said in the last podcast, I like to circle the belief. I truly believe in the moment and then draw an arrow to the next rung up. And you want to stay at a belief until you truly believe it. And I promise you, you'll feel that in your body. When you truly accept a belief or a thought, you're going to feel it in your body and you're going to be like, okay, yes, that's true. And that's when you know it's time to move on. All right, Amy, anything to add? 
Yeah, well, it's going to kind of segue into exactly what I'm talking about. When you said that you'll truly feel it in your body, that's one of the things that I love talking about is words. The power of words is exactly that. You feel a little tiny shift in your body. You can feel something's changed when you truly believe the next thing. And one of the things I love to talk about is being careful with the words you use because the words you say out loud, it just gives you another physical modality for your body to be reaffirming that that's something you believe, whether you do or don't, it kind of reaffirms, yes, I want to believe that. So what I'm talking about, just like Coach Ali said, is um, when you're when you're talking to yourself inside or when you're talking outside, the words you're choosing really change the way you feel. We know that. What we're thinking and believing, the stories we're telling ourselves are going to change our energy. So the power of words, the piece I want to, to focus on just briefly on this piece is think about essentially the same idea of the thought ladder. Think about when you tell yourself, I have to compete this. I have to do this thing. When I hear that, when I even, I am careful with that word, you guys. So even saying that out loud makes me feel tense, makes me feel tight. And when I feel that, I don't love that energy about me. So just saying that word, I have to do something it doesn't resonate with me anymore. I'm very careful with saying that word. I have to almost like it's almost like a cuss word for me because it's not true for me. So when I say it, I notice that I immediately get this little tension. And what does it look like to watch your gymnast get up on the an event when they're tight and tense and and trying? They kind of look like robots, and a lot of times they like like they're um, doing like one of those timber falls where they're just like super tight falling off the beam. Ah because they don't feel relaxed and grounded. So that word, I have to, that phrase, I have to, or I should, I, I want you to feel the shift between these phrases. I have to, you know, I have to stick on beam today. Otherwise I can't go on to the next awesome skill that I really want to work on. I have to stick 10 routines. Like if I was a coach telling my athletes, you all have to stick 10 routines. I might be a little bit careful and shift it to, here's an opportunity for you to be ready for your first competition. The assignment is 10 routines. Now, do they have to? No, a lot of gymnasts do not stick 10 routines in, an, in a practice. They don't have to. But when we say that, it helps, it, it helps me to, or I just want you to know that it kind of shifts the way I feel, just saying that word, that phrase. So if I said, you really should stick 10 routines today, that's still, a, feel it, just feel it. Close your eyes and say, if I was to tell my athletes, you really should stick 10 routines today, that's great. But another way to say it is, you may really want to. It may feel really good to stick 10 routines today for, for you, not for me as a coach, but for you as an athlete. So instead of you have to, or you should, you actually probably want to. And then we can even shift to, I bet it would be super exciting for you if you chose to stick 10 routines today. That's totally up to you. And can you feel the difference when you talk about the power of words? It's just changing one word in the same idea one, one phrase in the same sentence, but it definitely feels different. And the one that's gonna feel more empowering is the one that gives you more choice, the one that opens up to the athlete gets to choose. And then you're not doing this tug of war as a coach. You're not doing anything that's gonna, you know, create a frustration in you when they don't stick because you just told them they had to, which is not true. We don't have to do anything. That's one of my favorite phrases, guys. We don't have to do anything. That's a phrase that I really use for myself every day. I don't have to get up and do all the things that are on my to-do list. Now I kind of want to. And if I do all those things, it probably would be super cool. And when I get them done, I'm going to be like, high five self, way to go. But I certainly don't have to. And I don't 
I shouldn't have to, and I shouldn't need to. So a couple other words I want you to be careful of. And, and I don't know, Ali, jump in if you have anything to say to this. Um, but a couple other words that I'm really careful with is the word try. I do not like using the word try. Now there's times where I will use it, but I'm very careful with using that word because when I say, hey, I love the, the idea if I were to have like a, an apple on my hand and I said, hey, hey, Ali, try to take this away from me. It, it kind of confuses the brain. We're like, like, do you want me to take it? Or do you not want me to take it? You want me to try it? But I'm like, don't take it. Just, just try to. And it's one of those words that kind of keeps people stuck. So I'm very careful with that word try. Um, there's like little kids who I'll be like, hey, let's, let's just get up and try this. And it might give them hope and it might get them moving. But be careful with that word try because sometimes it kind of keeps you like, I'm trying. It gives you kind of an excuse to not do it. So I, it's it, the power of words. Is, it, I'm going to give you a few more words to think about. The word quit. I don't, I don't think that's ever really a useful word in any sense. I haven't found a good reason to use that word. Um, the word lose. When you lose something, your brain goes frantically around trying to find those keys. I don't think any athlete really loses a skill. I don't think that's true. I think they've chosen for a safety reason usually to not do a skill, but I don't think they lose anything. So that, those are kind of phrases that I, I would be careful with when it comes to the power of words, because your brain really does wrap around it and try to figure out what they're going to do with it. And it just takes a lot of energy and it's not energy that's productive. Um, so try and lose and quit. And at the word hard, we're moving to a hard mat. I like to say we're, we're moving to the perfect mat, the perfect mat to have that perfect stick that your body wants to do because we've been practicing doing these drills in this way. But the hard mat gives a connotation like this is going to hurt. Nobody likes to hurt. And your, your brain's main job is to protect you. It, it wants to avoid pain. So hard surface, hard mat, maybe that's another phrase I'd be careful with. Um, there's so many little phrases like that. Do you have anything to add, Allie? Um, I d the only thing I want to add is like a lot of these seem so innocent. And that's why it's just like nice to get a good like reminder, like especially like when someone's going into conditioning and they're like, oh, this conditioning is so hard. Like that seems innocent. Like, yeah, sure. It might be hard, but like, how does that make you feel when you just think about how hard the conditioning is? Like, it's not really that motivating, but like when you think like, oh, this conditioning is like really preparing me, this yeah. conditioning is challenging me in a way that's going to make me better. Like just the like little switches like that make a difference. And so just starting to like open yourself up to be aware is going to be really helpful because, um, or someone, I think that this one is a really like common one where like one of your athletes just like believes that they're bad at an event. Like they have mm -hmm. one event that they're just bad at and that's common knowledge and like, it's okay with that. But like, just like that power of saying like, oh, this is my bad event seems innocent and they seem chill about it. But like, how much effort are they going to be wanting to put into that? So like just seeing how powerful, like those words and those phrases can be, even when they seem innocent and start like challenging that when you're like, oh, when you say something and you're like, you know, that actually might not feel that great to think that. And, um, and I love to the common ones that you gave Amy, I see those ones all the time and I'd add, um, give up to that one. A lot of people like they're like, oh, I just feel like I'm giving up if I don't do that. I'm like, are you giving up or are you choosing a path? Because mm -hmm. like, sometimes you just need to choose the path that's going to fit you the best. That doesn't mean you're giving up on something else. That means that you are dedicating yourself to something that you think is going to benefit you. And so I just like yeah. to add that one. 
Oh, I love it. And I would say with anything that you say out loud, just try to have a little check. If you feel yourself going, oh, like if, it, if you feel a little bit of a weight, a little bit of a decrease of energy, maybe check the words that you're choosing to use, because usually it's the words that you're choosing to use that could easily be shifted to a, I'm too busy or our team's just too busy to add one more thing. Well, maybe your team is doing an amazing job using their time wisely to get all these things done. And it's not busy. It's just a wise plan you know, and it feels different than saying we're too busy to add one more thing. No, we've just really structured our time really well. So you can feel the shift when Allie and I talk about different ways of, of saying these things. I feel it every time I say something out loud. So just be careful with what you choose to say, because it will have an impact on how you show up for your team and what your athletes expect of themselves because of what they're thinking that you expect of them. And I know that everything is, you know, it's on us, what we're saying, what we're doing, but it really does make a difference in your energy. If you feel a slight weight by saying something or thinking something, then maybe just shift it to kind of a thought ladder, exactly a thought ladder of maybe that's not exactly the way I want to phrase this. And I could phrase it in a way that's going to give me more excitement, more energy, more motivation easily just from this. Like I have to do this. I have to make sure my athletes do this To We kind of want to, this would be really cool if we get these things done today. And if we don't, that's okay too right? So it just feels different. Okay. That's, that's power of words. There's so many, so many different things that happen, but I would say, feel it, feel the shift inside of you. If you feel a little bit of tension, a little bit of um, pressure, a little bit of weight, it's just because of a story you're telling yourself that may or may not be helpful. It doesn't mean it is or isn't true. It just may or may not be helpful the way you're saying it. So be careful with your words. So, yeah. All right, you guys, I hope that you had a wonderful holiday. You have new year coming up. I hope you get to party a little bit, have a fun time with friends, family, whoever. And, um, next month we are going to start talking about confidence. I know competition season is going to be getting started and we are super excited and how to believe something new really leads into confidence and how to continue to build confident in your thoughts about you. And, um, I'm really excited to help you guys take this journey. So have a great holiday and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.